now. I'll point my axe at him and go, you, you absolute kill. Are you, have you ever met other people? Oh my god, this is not how they like you and accept you. My god, I, where have you been? <laughs> Sorry, so I, so he kind of, he listens to that um, un, apparently unmoved. Orash, what'd you say? Uh, I point my axe at him and go, you absolute filth, you don't take prisoners. Put them down now or I'll split you where you stand. You split me where I stand, my friend. And he waves at his little dragon and it flies like fast up into the air and high covers there. You, you split me where I stand. And um, my friend up there will make sure that the rest of these villagers will have their heads split in the next week. Maybe you can keep yourself here for the next month or two months or six months, but eventually you'll have to leave. And when you do, the Zentrum will raise this place to the ground. And Kella sort of, you know, walks up and and puts her hand on his shoulder and sort of whispers to him. And he says, enough, I know what I'm doing, Kella. And Kella kind of shakes her head and backs off. And she says uh, to all of you, I think he means what he says. But I tell you, none of those children are going to be hurt as long as I'm here. Is that clear? And you see, now Zolkin kind of swivels to her, and you can see, like, he's got this response. And then he sees her face, and he kind of goes, Fine. I give you my word they won't be harmed. But if you try to pull anything on us, you'll pay the price for it. And he kind of, you know, shakes his head, and he marches angrily into the inn. And um, Kella goes up and... uh, pats the two children on the back and um and you can see one of the children uh it looks like maybe their parent uh possibly is standing there kind of hands clutched you know sort of crying obviously and uh you can see the horse sort of backing up um and uh the horse and and kella sort of looks up at him and you can see it sounds like she was saying something to the rider and then points at him and the rider looks a little bit like freaked out like you know waving his hands like i get it i get it and um, they gradually back up a couple of spaces. And uh, a couple of uh, steps, I should say, not spaces. And, um, and, and they, they sort of look back at you, and Kella looks back at you and says, I give you my word that they won't be harmed, but whatever you're going to do, you better do it quick. I know Zulkin when he gets like this, and he's not an easy man to deal with. Considering that the Zentrum are a pretty successful organization, I really don't think they would risk so much, so so many things and so many people and so much life for an idiot like him. Well, it's true he can be an idiot, but he's effective at what he does. And the Zentrum have heard rumors. The Zentrum have heard rumors, rumblings. They're getting nervous, and they want some military encampments built in before whatever happens happens i don't know the details i just know they wanted me to help them get this place but if i knew that this was going to be the end of it i wouldn't have agreed and she sort of sort of looks at you wide-eyed as she says that yeah can i maybe cool. use perception see if it looks like she knows more than she's letting on insight would be what you're looking for Insights. and yes you can do that Okay. I don't like this. I don't like any of it. I don't like you. I don't like your friend. I don't like your dragons. I don't like your horses. <laughs> I don't like any of this. And she um <laughs> she nods and okay, sixteen. Uh Celsig, you're I'll respond to that in a second, Orash. Celsig, she you're pretty there's definitely always, you know, uncertainties between the truths, you know. She's probably not telling you everything. Oh. But you feel pretty comfortable that she's probably telling you the truth as far as trying to keep the kids alive. Something seems to have shaken her about Zulkin's behavior. Um, you get the a pretty clear impression that both of these two people obviously know each other from before, and you get the impression that he's acting in a way that's surprising her. Um, and so she's kind of like, she's clearly not telling you everything, but you get the feeling that she's not lying about the whole they'll be safe and you better do something type of thing. 
Um, Urash, uh, the response, as she, she sort of looks back at you and she says, I'm not responsible and I can't hold back Zulkin and his six men and that. And she points up at uh, the flying, you know, dragonette creature, which is still, you know, hovering up there, sort of looking down at you with its tongue flicking out occasionally. And um, she says, I can tell you that that messenger gets back to them and the Zentrum will send everything they've got. They can't allow their people to be cowed. If you start treating them like just standard goblins you can crush beneath your boot, well... You're not going to be successful. I should know. And she kind of turns away, sort of overcome for a minute. Okay, this one is useless as well. <sighs> oh, well, if the villagers are going, uh, want to make a deal, we're not needed here anymore. Come on, people, let's go. And, uh, okay, so are you uh, are you leaving with the rest of the crew? Because Morak is kind of like, Morak at this point has come to the door and is kind of like, mm-hmm. like he's kind of like, you know, like, uh, he's sort of like this. And then he sees your face and he's like, oh, and you see like realization dawns and he's like, um, <clears throat> yeah, well, then we don't want you here. Uh, if you can't be around for us, you know, it's like incredibly unconvincing performance. But um, apparently Zolkin is too angry at the moment and Kella doesn't really is, you know, clearly not concerned about this moment. Like she's going to let you guys do what she wants. So he kind of turns around and uh, you see that the uh, two um, riders uh, kind of ride off in the direction here with their charges of the stables. Um, and then you see that the other of uh, the uh, horsemen here um, sort of take up positions uh, around the square, basically, you got, you know, one here, two here, um, like this. And, uh, you can tell that they all look a little bit uncertain about what's going on, too, but they also don't look like they're gonna be cowed easily. Um, they look like they're, you know, they this is not their first rodeo, even though whatever's they happening... They will all just, die. They will just all die. They will all die in fire. Okay, so now, how do you guys want to handle if this? If possible, um, yes. Tactically, because, so what are you guys doing? Are you all going together? Is anyone staying? Are you all going to try to go and convince whoever, Hark, I guess? Uh, or what is what is your plan as to how you want to handle this? Yeah, that's how that's how I understood it, that we're trying to negotiate with Hark. And I, I think that's actually a pretty good idea that we should check, check that out. Yeah, okay, we yeah. need an army, and they're the only army we have. Okay. Yeah, and... I mean, he, well, he was he was quite reasonable compared I to that jackass that we just. I don't want to leave these people alone either. Which uh, do we split the party? Splitting <laughs> <laughs> uh, the party always takes so much time. Yeah. I wouldn't but, worry as much about the time. I can jump back and forth pretty easily. Um, the, it's the other issue. If there is, I'm not leaving the town. To about, but. I'm not leaving the town. I can't leave the town. Okay. I can't leave it like this. I can't do it. Okay, then don't. You guys go. I'm I'm protecting the people. I'm staying here. That's interesting, as you know. Um, okay, uh, Silrin, Selcig, Greta, what are, are you guys all going together and leaving? Silrin, you want to you want you want to stay with Urash? No, I'm coming with, coming with because I think we are not gonna um, get away from Hawk without uh, him doing a f uh, without uh, doing him a favor. And I think you may need an extra hand there. I don't know. Yeah, but I think maybe Urash might also need an extra hand and a second hmm. pair of eyes and ears here. Well, if you're I... sure about if you're uh, if you think that's the better solution. The thing is, so far you look pretty neutral, so you might, mm, you know, be very very useful here maybe if you mm. want to come i will i will have you certainly we need more people 
all the time, but yeah. You speak true. <laughs> I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay with Urash. Okay, so Selsig and Greta are going to go to the caves, or yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's okay. do that. Selsig and Greta, I'm going to take care of you guys first. Um, I am. Uh, I will bring you guys back over uh, to the dripping caves. The shark is too behind. <laughs> I'm going to zoom yeah, out of the the one with the short legs on a walk. The one with the short legs on a walking to the cave. That's right. Cue Lord of the Rings music. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Oh, this is not Greta. Oh, that is Greta. Good. Right. I'm glad I have everyone there. Okay. Um, as you approach uh, the caves, and I'm not going to make you go all through it. I just want to give people a sense of what this is. As you approach the caves, you notice that there's a couple things that are different, Celsic uh, and Greta. It takes you about an hour or so uh, to make the ride. You grab a couple of horses from the village, um, and you have no difficulty getting up there. There's, there's nothing that stops you until you get to the caves themselves. And at the caves themselves, you see um, there are a couple of goblins um, standing outside uh, the cave, and um, they're sort of glaring at you as, as uh, you pull up. And uh, one of them says, Oi! What are you doing here? I hold my hands up to show that I am not coming armed. Well, not weapons drawn, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and the other one looks at him and says, Oi, Greens! It's more of the villagers. I told you we couldn't trust him. I told you Hark was stupid to do it. I shut your mouth. We don't know what anything yet. And he looks over and we are and, not villagers. And they sort of we seek an audience with Ark. And one of them looks at you suspiciously. What do you mean, uh, audience uh, sir, and uh, you get the impression he does not know what that means. We want hawk talk. Talk. <laughs> That's a hard one to hawk say. talk. You, hawk talk. <laughs> hawk talk. Hawk talk. Well, you don't what have to. The name of, what was the name of our ambassador? Yes, yes, I forgot his name as well. Ambassador, where, where is it? I'm looking through my, and I can't find the paper from last session. I was um, my ambassador. Ah, you're talking about Gleek. Gleek, Gleek, ambassador no, Gleek. Gleek. And they say, and they, and you see, they roll their eyes, like, oh, Gleek. <clears throat> and one of them says, <laughs> really. You really want to see Gleek? Because yes, of course. I don't. And then, as you see, you hear, you hear someone say from behind them, say. What's going on out there? And you see marching out in this robe of furs, which looks like five times too long for him. Like, just way, like, sort of marching out, you know, coming out. And he, like, comes up to you all, you know, four foot of him, three and a half foot. And uh, and he's got the robes trailing behind him. And he says, um, hello, members of my party. It's a pleasure to see you again. Uh, never mind whatever these people said. And he looks at the goblins who are like rolling their eyes like furiously behind him. And he's just like, they don't understand what it means to negotiate. And he kind of, you can tell that he's been working on this ever since he returned to the caves. Like for hours, he's just been saying that word over and over again. So uh, what can I do for you in this negotiate ton thing? And he sort of looks around. Gleek! Yes! And he sort of waves at you, Greta. And for a minute, he, he sort of loses it a minute. And he's like, he's like, hello! And he goes up to hug you. And then he's like, uh, uh, and he like sorts out his robe. He's like, uh, um, yes, uh, Ambassador Gleek. What? I, I am the mouth of Hark. Um, I'm his voice, too. And, and his body. I, I'm talking for him. Uh, what, what can I do for you? Yes! And uh, yeah, um, Jedi Knight is correct, by the way. You notice that he's much more talkative um, 
All yeah, he could really apparently. say before was no and yes, but now he seems to say much more than he did before. Yeah. Apparently. Very much yeah, apparently. fear that, seems to have left him. Um, can we, I don't want to talk out here in the open. Can we please, I will please allow to enter the cave. Um, well, maybe. Um, and he kind of looks behind him. Uh, I suppose I could put you under my protection. Uh, and he sort of looks around at the goblins, and the goblins clearly are not, it doesn't look like they're going to stop them, but they're just kind of like, like shaking their heads like this is, apparently the Gleek has been making the rounds since he's arrived back. And um, he says, yes, uh, you, I take you under my protection. And he kind of like gestures at you to come in. Okay. So you guys come in, and then you see that the robes, I mentioned how huge they were. So he lifts up his robes, and clearly he sort and? of gestures at you, Greta, and at Selsig. So he kind of throws his furs over you. He's like, now you're under Ambassador Gleek's protection. And he kind of, you know, walks forward with you guys trying to like, you know, just kind of scuttle <laughs> along behind him. Uh, and he takes, wait, wait, past, wait, 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 wait. he takes you past what sounds like maybe like goblins partying. Uh, you would guess you hear like splashing <laughs> and yelling and shouting. And uh, you hear uh, what sounds like it might be a battle, but for a goblin is probably just a good time at the, uh, you know, a good night out. Um, you hear um, and then Selsig, you smell a very, very familiar, <laughs> not very pleasant smell um, as you go. Uh. And, yeah, and yeah. And, and, uh, oh, and and so you guys find yourselves um, as uh, he finally gets this one spot um, and he stops and um, he says, all right, now just leave it all to me. And uh, he says, um, and you hear this uh, sort of guttural goblin say, what do you want, Gleek? And Gleek says, Ambassador Gleek, you mean? I'm here to talk <laughs> to Hark. Why? I have... A message! And so you hear this, and every time the response is more bored than the last, you can give me the message. And he says, no, no, I, I need to speak to him directly. I have a message. It's very important. I need to see him myself in person with my robes as well. Also. And there's, there's sort of silence, and then he says, fine, Gleek. And he sort of, you know, you, and then Gleek sort of says, all right, we did it. And he walks on past. And finally, you hear this sort of um, growling and snuffling noise. And um, as you... Uh, and that, that noise also actually sounds somewhat familiar. Um, and uh, as you are uh, sort of kind of positioning, as he's kind of positioning you, um, he moves you around um, and uh, then lifts up his robes dramatically. And there's a moment of silence, and you're sort of standing there in the middle of this room, and this there the are just, there's just a ever. circle of goblins. There's just goblins everywhere. And, of course, the two big goblin, his two goblin wives slash bodyguards, it's not clear. And then a set of these, remember, the harnessed giant rats that he had there? So they're all there, too, and they're all kind of, like, glaring at you. Um, there's, there's, like, 40 creatures here, if there's one. And um, they're all sort of glaring Wait. at you, and Hark is like, The hell is this? And um, Gleek is like, I've brought you, Boss Hark, a message. And he points to all of you, and there's there's just dead silence. And then he looks at you again and goes, a message. And he points to you again, Greta and Selsig. Message. 
<laughs> a message? Um, yes? Hi! No, oh. Hark! I mean, hark. Um. Um. Gleek, by the way, has not you, moved this you, whole time. He's still got his. Thank you, Ambassador Gleek, yeah. for giving us his protection. Um. Hark! There are problems that also concern the goblins. No, that sounds bad. Um. Uh, but there are here. problems that also concern the goblins. The, um. Uh, Zentarin are trying to take over the village and they want to kill the goblins. The what? Yeah. And he sort of stops and looks around. <laughs> Zentarim? What are the Zentarim yes. doing? Why, why, they, do they wanna, I... why do they want to conquer the village and why should I care? You should care because they want to fight the goblins in this area. They want you to make the area safe again. So he stands up and he, he like walks over to you and then kind of leans over you. And next to him are his two rats. And his rats look up at you the other way. You know, so like, like both of them in there. And he's like, you told me that if I let you go, the goblins wouldn't have trouble again. Now we have been 24 hours and now you lied to me? No. I told you there were no trouble with the villagers. The village is being conquered. I'm giving you a fair warning. You can't be angry at me all you want, but it's still a fair warning. Uh, one human's the same as another, and he kind of waves his... his I'm not humans. Human. What? <laughs> None not of us humans. is human. He's a halfling, I'm a dwarf. Not humans. No, not and you, them, the villagers. I don't care who you are. You're all not goblins. That's all that matters. All the not goblins are just not goblins. Anyway, <laughs> and he sort of looks at you. He's like, so... What do you mean? They're going to take over the village and then they're going to come for my people? Yes. Mm. And he kind of looks around. Well, and then he starts muttering. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Trust stupid. And he kind of looks around. He says, well, so that means we have to defend ourselves. Um, yes. All right, you two. And he starts issuing orders. This way, you go that way. You, you know, the rats start to get ready. Everyone starts to get riled up. Um, all right, we're going to close down this cave. No one gets in or out. And they're all like, yes, boss. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So he so um, you, he stops as he sees you. What? I would like to get out. <laughs> well, I mean, fine. You can leave, and then we're just going to protect the cave, and that's it. Thanks for delivering the mm. message. We're going to protect the cave now. Goodbye. Yeah. Good. I'm just so tired of this. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I I nudge grab. We can hire them. What? Yeah. So we can hire them. Hark! Mm. Don't you think you might we might stand a better chance if we join forces against the Centurim? Join? Do you mean? And he sort of looks around. He lowers his voice. You mean work together? He seems almost scandalized. No, 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 no! Fight together. Oh. And he kind of processes that. He's sort of like you can tell he's like consulting the thesaurus in his brain. Does fight equal work? I don't. So he's like, um. <laughs> I, you want us to work together, to fight together, to beat the Zentarim, and then the goblins will be safe. Right? Yes. Yes. I, at least I hope so. And he says, uh, all right, what's yeah. in it for us? Besides just, we'll be safe. I've heard that before. What do you want? Well, let's see. Territory, money, he starts kind of walking around the room, some new rats... The rats look at him. Um, let's see. My own private chef. And he looks back. A chef. A chef. And he kind of stares at all of you. That's what I've been missing. That's 
all bosses have chefs. And Ambassador Gleek, who has this entire time just been like frozen with a smile with his hands outstretched to where you no longer are standing because you've left there some while ago to talk to him. And he like all of a sudden he's like, uh, like, um, yeah, yes, uh, great hark. Uh, you need a cook because all bosses have cooks and none of us can cook for you. And he's like, well, that's Hark's like, that's true. All of you are terrible cooks. Last time I had the ogre doing it, and God knows what he was making. Um, he says, all right, well, let's see. If you can promise me a cook, and he points at uh, you, Greta, one of you, a cook, I don't care which, all of you are not goblins, just the one not goblin that's a cook, then I'll allow it. You'll just have to deliver meals to us every week. And he kind of is, he's clearly making this up as he goes along. And, um... We'll, there's a menu that we must have, and in exchange, we'll help you fight if you does leave us the, alone. Does the chef have to live here in the cave or just deliver meals from the menu? That's fine, as long as they deliver meals. I don't want them here anyway. I look at Celtic a little bit helpless. <laughs> I'm just like, you got this, you got this. Yeah, and Gleek is behind <laughs> Celtic giving the exact same motion. Thumbs up. This is a great idea. Um, just... This is a very delicate matter. What do what kind of food do goblins actually prefer? And he says, uh, so he sort of looks and he says, well, the same thing as everything else. Rotting meat, um, bro- toad eyeballs, uh, let's see, um, fish tongues, um, mm, let's see, human brains, just once in a while. That's kind of a delicacy. Uh, um, yeah, things like that. Sure. Just, just what actually... everyone, what every normal person eats, right? He kind of looks around and yes. he's like, oh yeah, they all nod, you know. <laughs> the rat kind yeah. of, you know, looks and sniffs. Yeah, we dwarves have strange tastes, that's why I had to ask. Mm. All right, um... we'll do it. Well, um, it'll take a little while to get everyone ready, though. Uh, when do you need this? these people to help you fight? If there are now seven dangerous humans in town, and the problem is one of them has a flying dragon messenger... Do you have any way of bringing that one down? Could you stop something that flies fast? He says, they have a dragon? And like everyone is like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like they stagger back. Shit. Like, they're like, a Shit. dragon? What are you told? About? You said you said fighting Zentrum, not dragons? And they're like, oh, they're all like freaking out. The rats are like, squeak, squeak. Even Gleek is like, you know, Gleek is huddled in a corner like this, you know, like, um, dragons. He's like, are you crazy? We'll get destroyed. No, no. no it's it- like this, it's only a, Not a winged snake. <laughs> like this. Oh, and he's like, oh, and everyone sort of calms down. One of the rats had like climbed up half the wall and like kind of scurries back down. Oh, uh, dragon. Uh, yes, um, a flying dragon. Well, uh, I think I think I heard about those once. I think they fly really fast, though. Um, yes. but uh, do you go ahead? Can the do you have any the... power over the bats? See Inquisitor. Yes. The bats. Same thought. Hmm. Well, not usually, but... And he kind of whispers over at uh, to one of the uh, his bodyguards, and the bodyguard kind of nods, and he says, Ah, but that was that was our secret plan, though. <laughs> and um, Gleek sort of looks so surprised, like he doesn't know about this either. And then he says, All right, he looks back at you. If I tell you this secret plan, which is secret, and he looks at the 40 other people in the room, and they're all like, they're all nodding furiously, <laughs> secret... If I tell you this secret plan, it's going to cost you 
And he does some mental calculations in his head, you can see. Two chefs! And they're like, ah, oh, they're all like slapping him on the back like he's got a great deal. You know, like two chefs. Two cooks. That's right, two! Two cooks and they're just more meals. Yeah. They haven't got to live here. <laughs> um, he says, two chefs, or you get nothing. And he kind of folds his arms and waits. Okay. Uh, and so he says, um, you see, the bats don't just come out through that cave. <laughs> and uh, the villagers, and the, sorry, the, uh, the other goblins in the room kind of chuckle. And he looks at all of them. I said, secret! And they all stop. And then he's like, um, and he, he says, uh, you see, and he lowers his voice, there's an area not that far from the village. It's a kind of an exit way from the cave, you see. And for a long time, we've thought that if everything's ever got really bad, we could use that little way to cause some distractions. You know what I mean? Open it up, out come the bats. Mm-hmm. So uh, we could do that. Uh, but it'll cost you those two cooks. The thing you is, promise them anything they want. You can do that. I can't. <laughs> you, you, How you, about you... a chef who is also a cook? And he says, two separate people or no deal. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and he smiles like he's really gotten you, something over you're too you. smart for me hark ah he, he sort of nods he he nods you know and he's like aha he kind of slaps one of his rats on the back of the harness the rat's like Hoo! you know stumbles forward and hark says all right i like this plan all right so we'll do it but um how fast now I, the thing is now celtic celtic do you have uh, celtic you're like the you're our stealth master here. How could we make the most use of our forces here to, to overwhelm the people in the village? The evil people. We could yell stealth and charge really, really fast. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like um, solid plan to me. <laughs> do you know that this is... Have you ever wondered why so many dwarves are heavy, heavy, heavy drinkers? <laughs> <laughs> now it's all become clear. <laughs> I'm uh, not the one who fell down a cliff in plate mail. <laughs> so he says, uh, so he says, uh, all right, he says, well, uh, it'll take us about, I don't know, maybe a, a full cycle of the sun for us to get ready. And they all calculate. No time. And, uh, that works out to about like maybe an hour of regular time, which as you calculate it, um, if it's about an hour and it took you guys about an hour to get here, and, you know, 15 minutes, give or take, either way, you might be getting packed just at the time when the deadline expires. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't How think we convenient. should go back to the village after we made, uh, like, our big exit. So maybe we could come in again with the goblins. What do you think, Celsic? Either that or, we can, let's see, seven of them, one entrance, a moat. It's... If they're looking at the entrance, it could get messy. Maybe... I go ahead and just try and distract them because we've got no way of letting anybody know. Yeah, maybe you do that, but I'm not. Uh, I miss that. Part- I don't have that particular skill set, so maybe I just stay here with the goblin. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll head back now, and Greta, you wait with wise and noble Hark. <laughs> I, I I will I will wait for him to finish his preparation and then question him him on his culinary preferences. All right. That's that's yeah. what I like to see. Now listen, and he says to you, 
You uh, be careful and don't tell anyone anything. And all the rest of you, and he looks out at all of the 40 people around him, remember, no one says anything. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, no one says anything. And like it loudly echoes around the cave. No one talk about this, about this, about this. Like, you know, as they're talking to each other. Um, okay. We now leave Selsig behind as he prepares on his way back. Urash, Silren, you guys are um, standing, or now in the village while this is all going on. So I'm going to bring you back over there. What are you, uh, what have you been doing while uh, this is happening? Uh, you have the four horsemen wow. that are surrounding the, uh, that are surrounding the, uh, you know, the, square there um and you've got the two that are over uh with their charges apparently unharmed um by uh that are just standing by the stable there isn't really a lot i can do um i'm still helping people okay so you're still going around from place to place um yeah. and uh then what is let's see um Celsic is not there what about you, Silren? Silren, what are you doing? It's a good question. That's a good question. Um, so, um, I could. Um, so, so I assume the um, the innkeeper was still uh, doing his negotiations and his uh, his stalling bureaucracy and stuff like that. Could there be a chance that I uh, could be of assistance there to? Uh, get a little bit more time or, you know, uh, yeah, get a, get a little bit more time out of that. Is possibly, that possible? depending on how you want to handle it. So you know that uh, <laughs> Zolrin, Zolrin and Kella are there. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Zolkin, I beg your pardon. Um, and Kella are there. Um, and they've been sort of, you know, on and off chatting. Zolkin's still in a foul mood. Um, and, uh, yeah, and you know that Morak is out sort of like, quote, getting the support of the villagers, you know, um, talking mm-hmm. to people, but Zolkin has definitely been sort of kind of like, you know, fit to be tied the whole time, like just kind of pacing around uh, angrily. So you got a couple of options as to how you want to handle it, I suppose. You could try to talk to him directly. You could try to go out and help Orash. You could try to go find Morak. But Morak is, seems to be doing his job in the stalling for time department um, mm-hmm. on, on his side. But what you want to do is up to you. You're right now in the inn essentially by yourself with Kella and Zolkin. Actually, now that you mention it, I really wonder, like, Kella seemed really uncomfortable with this whole situation, correct? Yes. And, uh, you know, I call it a hunch, uh, but I really wonder, you know, when if if shit should hit the fan and that's going to be happening soon and we're going to we're all assuming that I really wonder, uh, like, you know, the villagers will be probably you know, be ta- uh, like those will be a big risk factor for this whole operation. I really wonder if she may be. I don't want to say switch sides, but um... surely there's something she can do. Like she doesn't seem particularly pleased about this entire situation, and yeah, any I, I threats mean, of violence I mean, towards I children wonder, and towards the villagers seem could... to anger her a little bit. Yeah, I wonder if she, if she could be maybe persuaded to have a little bit more um, sympathy for the village. I'm having this image of, like, the emperor. Could she be turned? (laughs) 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 She will join us or die, master. Sounds like a plan. Actually, can I I change what I'm doing? I am helping people, but can I, like, try and rope in the other four people on horseback? 
can I like try and convince them basically by saying stuff like, well, if you're just going to stand there, you know, you've got you've got arms, you've got legs, at least give us a hand. If you want to take over this entire village, you can need to help build it back up. Which, uh, sure. Which one do you want to, presumably you're not yelling um, at all of them. Which one are you trying to? Well, I'll do the one at the south side of the square first. Okay. So he's kind of looking around uncomfortably. Um, and so as you come up, you, you say what you just said. And he's kind of yep. like, um, I don't have any say in it. I only serve Zulkin. Okay. And well, he looks, he's can I shout? Like moving around uncomfortably. Can I shout over to Zulkin? Can I shout over and say, Hey, Zulkin, at least get your men to help out rebuilding this village while they're here. And uh, Zulkin, who's, you know, inside, um, hears it and kind of marches to the door and kind of looks out and says, Right now we don't have any kind of a deal. Why should we be helping you when we don't even know if this is going to be the arrangement that we settle on? Can't expect anything like help from the Black Network, eh? And he says... You're not uh, even going to help people in need. Oh, we help plenty of people in need, my friend. And he has this nasty smile. Yeah, yeah, we just for the right price, right? Yeah, we help ourselves. Many people I've helped in, t- in their time. It's all about what they need, you know. All right, I'll go back to helping people. Okay. Um, it, but you can tell that your words have definitely had a a little bit of an influence. I mean, at least to the extent that the person kind of looks after you a few times and kind of, you know, moves around nervously. You get the impression that these guys are used to acting as cut purses. They're used to being kind of like local muscle. They're not really big fans of taking over towns and villages. Like, this is a little bit beyond what they normally do, you get the impression. Mm. Um, So they, as, you know, you continue to move around and, you know, help and and do, you know, what you're going to do. Silren, you're still sitting inside there uh, at the table. Um, And uh, do you want, what do you want to do beyond that, if anything? Uh, Yeah, I I thought I could maybe, uh, yeah, try to go into a dialogue with Kella and maybe, you know, tried to to have her show some sympathy for this whole thing but as i see like whatever stats i have that could be helpful for that uh that's not probably not gonna happen okay <laughs> so maybe i should just um you know uh, since the other ones uh, you know since i obviously have overheard this conversation about you know the other guys not really doing anything maybe i should also just try to help or rush a little bit you with can, whatever I can. Okay, but, you, you know. can do that. One thing I want to point out, though, is that don't worry as much about the stats. Worry about how you think you would react in this situation um, okay. and role play it, which means, you know, you the skills can make an adjustment, but don't worry okay. about that. And I, the only thing I wanted to mention was that you have been with the villagers, so you know them a little better than the rest of the party does, um, having been in the caves for, you know, take that for mm-hmm. what you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I think uh, now I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by that and I'm gonna do some help as well. But because I seriously can't think of something better right now, I don't know. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna move to the guy near the east side of town, right? So I'm I like picking up bits of debris and like. Uh, putting stuff back together and trying to like put part of this house back together and all this sort of stuff. I'm I'm just going to kind of turn to the guy, not not like addressing him, but making comments like, "Really, you really going to do this? You're gonna? These people have just lost like some of their friends, some of their family. Mm-hmm. Look at this place, and you're really going to march in here with your boss, and you're going to try and take it over." 
And he's, so you can see, like, the, he kind of, you know, he sort of is shaking his head and, and kind of is like, I don't have anything to do with it. Just, just blame, it's Zulkin's word. He's the one that we follow. He's the one that you follow. So you've got no voice of your own, no arm of your own, no sword of your own. You're just a puppet for somebody else. Is that right? I won't even, I won't even let him reply. I'm just going to walk away and carry on doing what I'm doing. Okay. Um... So you do that, and uh, you continue with this kind of conversation, I believe, um, mm-hmm. as this is happening. Uh, and all of this is uh, going around from place to place. And then um, you hear, um, in the distance, you hear uh, the sound of guttural screams and yells. And these guttural screams and yells uh, coming from outside uh, the town um, do not sound goblinoid to you. Um, nor do they sound like humans. And you can see that the horsemen kind of like look around nervously and sort of talk to each other. And then they're kind of staring at, uh, they're kind of staring over at the gate um, and staring over at, uh, at the place. And they're kind of like, uh, and, and they, they kind of, you know, turn to each other and what is this? And Zulkin comes to the door of the inn. He's like, what the hell is going on? Um, and uh, one of the uh, villagers comes running back um, from the entrance and uh, runs up and says, uh, and runs over to you and says, "Where, where's Morak? Where's Morak? He's in the tavern. Go find him." Um, at the and what's so going he, on? What's happening? He goes on and he says, "There's orcs, orcs, tons of them, coming that way." And uh, Zolkin says, "Ah, the hells!" And he kind of looks at you and he looks at Kella and he says, "Listen, I don't know what you think the orcs are going to do here." But you don't really have time to wait. Now, either we draw up this drawbridge and we fight together or we all die as one. What do you want? Sorry, who was he talking to then? He was talking to basically you and um, Morak is still inside the tavern. Um, and so he, you know, basically is, is talking to you, Zulkin is. Um, and, you know, looking also at um, Silrin who comes up behind and says, <laughs> you know, what do you, basically, what do you people want? And you begin to hear this yelling getting louder and louder from the outside. Um, and it definitely does sound like, like orcs. Okay. I'll, I'll go and try and raise the drawbridge. I'll see if people will help me. Okay. They do, actually. The villagers um, have taken quite a liking to you, as you might expect, and they, they run over yeah. and they begin to, uh, you know, lift, you know, pulling up the drawbridge. Um, and uh, Zolkin starts issuing orders to his men. So um, some of them um, go uh, running up uh, over. They can't get over the bridge, unfortunately, to the fortress, but they go running over to uh, one of these towers over here. Um, and dismounts from the horseback and runs up, and they all do the same thing. This this guy runs up here to one of these, um, all coming from the west. Um, do any, Silrin, do you or Urash um, want to, uh, do you or Urash want uh, to fight, uh, or do you want to, like, see for yourself, I should say? Or do you, or what do you, where do you want to, like, sort of take up position? Because um, you're, you're, the drawbridge is now um. closed, such as it is. Um. Get more, is it Mor- Morag Morash? Who's the tavern owner's name again? Morak. Morak, sorry. Get Morak to gather as many villagers as he can in safe places, like the whichever building is still standing, and like preferably furthest away from the drawbridge. Okay. Um, and I will. Can I go on one of these near the drawbridge, on one of these towers, uh, just to see what's going on. Yes, you can. Which one do you? Which cool one do you position. want? It's um, uh, this one. 
the one let me zoom is, out yeah sorry if you're looking at the drawbridge so the lower one on the map the lower one on the map so we're talking here Right there, oh no no the one the oh, one literally please. the one literally by the drawbridge. Oh, by the so, drawbridge yeah. itself. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, you can do that for sure. Um, cool. And uh, in fact, that's, that's actually where they go. That's much smarter than what I was doing. Uh, I forgot <laughs> that there was a tower there, like he said uh, artfully. Um, okay, so they uh, so they run up, and uh, Zolkin looks back, and uh, Kella says, "You need to get the other two up there too, you fool." And Zolkin says, they've got the hostages. And she says, we're all hostages, you idiot, until we manage to ward this off. Now, don't be a fool. And he kind of looks back at her and she says, I know you're a smarter man than you're acting, Zolkin. I don't know what's gotten into you, but I'm telling you this. And she lowers her voice. If there's ever anything that, if you told me once was true, you're going to do what's right. And he kind of looks at her and he, ah, and he waves at his men. Let him go. And he, uh, they sort of let the, with some relief, they let the children go, run off, uh, screaming to where the other villagers are sort of gathered over on this side of the square. And they go running up to take up uh, their positions. And now, Urash, you can actually see, and I'm going to get some uh, music fired up here. Um, dun, dun, dun. Let's see. Um, there we go. Me and my eight hit points are really looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, well, actually, you know what? Let me, uh, I should say that um, because of this, this process of doing this, uh, I will allow the two of you guys who are in this to take what's called a short rest. So what a short rest will allow you to do is um, a short rest will allow you to spend hit dice to restore your hit points if you have any that are remaining. Hit dice are the things that you use to roll your hit points in the beginning. So whatever mm -hmm. die that you use, which I think is a D10, I think in your case, Urash, maybe a D12. Um, Silrin, it might be a D8 for you. I don't remember exactly. Oh, um, but that's, so you could basically use, because uh, you guys are level three, I think. Yep. So you guys yeah. could use, um, basically you can restore, you, you have a total essentially here of three hit dice so um, that you can use. So you could restore some of that health by using that hit dice if you like. Okay, cool. I'm going to try and roll the hit dice. Uh, I think it's a D... It's a D12 plus two, apparently. Yeah, for your con bonus, that's right. Okay, cool. So that's an additional eight. So you're so up to 16 up. now. Uh, Silrin, you can do that too if you're... I mean, you're at 20 I have you at, right? Yeah, exactly. And I don't... Yeah, I don't think I need anything. I think you're probably maxed out already. So okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was basically the short rest. It's a little bit shorter than what normally would be the case, but it's close enough. Um, you've had yeah. enough time between this and that to be able to do it. So, um, Okay. So you guys uh, get over um, and, and sort of prepare yourself. Um, and let me get uh, let me get some some music going here. Let's get some epic battle music. Give me my Enrique. Suddenly J-pop. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hell no, no. Shout outs to my boy Enrique, who does some uh, some great battle music. All right, um, nice. there we go. So uh, now uh, you actually can see over the horizon um, what uh, they've been yelling about. Um, you can see them appearing. These are a group of um, orcs that are indeed there. And you see a large group of them, 20 in fact, uh, orcs that are heading towards the village from the western side. And at their front, you see a large orc, almost as large as you, Urash. He has slashes down the front of his chest in an X shape, almost as if it's been crossed right around the center. Um, and a big nasty scar down the left side of his face. Um, he wields one large, um, a massive maul 
pole that he's got in his hand. And he's sort of waving at his men as he comes forward. You can see that he's walking with a bit of a limp, like he might have been hurt or something like that. Um, and he's kind of waving at them. And as he sees uh, the uh, drawbridge sort of drawn up, he stops in front of the village. Um, and, he, uh, and he kind of looks up there and he says, uh, and he says, You let down that drawbridge now, or all of you will die. Every single one. And you see him sort of spit blood to his left. And you're, he sort of, he takes, he says it does a double take when he sees you, Arash. Like, he's like, what? Um, and, um, and then you see, uh, he sees also the bowmen that are all sort of like with their arrows trained on you. So he's just addressed us, basically. Yep. On the, 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 the entire village. Yep. And you see his orcs are like, uh, uh, they're like gathering together. I don't really know what to do in this in this position, other than pick a fight, and I don't really want to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. I really hate orcs. <laughs> um, so um, they sort of he sort of says, "Ah, the hell with you. Never mind. It'll be better eating if all of you are dead." And um, so he. Uh, so uh, you see waves at his men, and um, all of a sudden a set of orcs um, peel off to his left and head for the moat over here, and a set of orcs um, peel off to his right, and they jump into the moat and begin to swim um, across. And with that, I would like initiative. And I'm going to ask initiative, at least initially, from Celsic as well. I want uh, initiative from the three of you. <laughs> Greta, not you, unless you'd like to take initiative for cooking recipes in this particular moment. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I will pray. I will just sit in this cave and I will pray. Oh, you I have no idea what's going on, but you just feel like something wrong is happening. Is, is I will pray to Faltus to lend us to lend me strength <laughs> to protect the village and my friends, and I will just sit there and pray intensely. Exactly. exactly. Oh, my planning. You're praying I had a for plan of inspiration. <laughs> I might yeah, be would you like to be inspiration ins- here? Ooh, fired? 